Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oreo Podcast, delivering the trials, tribulations, redirection, and ascension of our lives. We are just three people growing up in different cultures having a conversation. We hope you're having a great day and of course, a greater evening. In the meantime, Salamat. Uh, here we are. We are about a week or so after our very first podcast, which was Oreo. Uh, we had some time to listen to it and kind of think about it a little bit and um, just kind of want to know what you think about it. Alvin? Yeah, so it, it's been a week. I had some time to uh, uh, actually listen to the podcast. I thought the podcast went well. It was our first episode. I thought, you know, we we went through different tangents and there's a lot more uh, that we can talk about. Uh, it was definitely interesting. There's a lot of things that I didn't know about you guys as well as you didn't know about me. And uh, I hope everyone who's listening enjoys it. So I thought it, I thought it went well. All right, Jake, how about you? What do you think of what we produced the first week? I thought it went pretty good. Um, like Alvin said, it's eye-opening that kind of like our first time kind of talking about stuff outside of work which is kind of it's always a good thing and i think or i hope that people who listen you may find something that you can relate to and that is the beauty of a podcast agree and uh from my own thoughts i uh thought it was really a lot of fun and it was interesting uh seeing your faces and your reactions uh we all work together but most of the time we work remotely so it was a pleasant surprise to be together and to get to know one another a little better and now and one other comment sorry to interject <laughs> he talks too much now we when we initially started the podcast we said how will we fit uh, what what are we going to have to talk about in 45 minutes <laughs> We we have over one hour plus of content, and I'm I'm sure Jake, you've been cutting it, but uh, there actually, is I've, a, I left I left all I I left all of it in there. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of talk bad. about episode one. I I hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, here is our first podcast for Oreo. Hope you enjoy it. It's a cut. What are we calling this uh, podcast that we're doing? Or Hold why the we microphone. Why are we doing a podcast? Why are we doing a podcast? Have the mic like this. Don't don't cup it though. Hold it. I would have it like right here when you're talking, just a little bit closer. A little bit. Just a little, like a little bit more, just like more? that, confidently. Okay. So now we're officially recording, and Barb, I gotta turn your gain up because. So why are we here today? Jake, you can't be so super serious, or she's not gonna loosen up. <laughs> I'm serious, Jake. You gotta let it. You're a pro at this. She, we're not. I'm throwing you in the water. I'm just a Polish girl <laughs> from a Polish pierogi right. neighborhood. Do it right, fucking now, right, right, right. I've been doing this for 15 years of my life. How much are you gonna make me cry during this thing? Stop. Okay, let's go over your first topic. It's like, Tom, <laughs> they trapped me in a room, locked the doors, two Asian dudes, turned the lights off. And they weren't wearing their face mask. And then dipped me like an Oreo. <laughs> and we gave her drinks. Come on now. Reel it in. Reel it in. Do you tell your kids? 
That I was doing a podcast? No. Oh, they'd wait, be, you know what? They'd be embarrassed. Pl- I need to bring my charger over and plug my Mac in. Keep talking. It's in my truck. <laughs> Is it in your have truck? You seen no, it's over. It's over there. Have you seen it? Have you ridden in his truck? Because I have. Uh... <laughs> I'm not gonna say how many times you've been in the backseat of trucks. <laughs> you, you are a Philly girl, so there was who, no backseat in this truck. Who knows what happens <laughs> back in the '80s? I don't know. I don't want to know. Come on, man. You're just wanting to tell me how old I am. That's not fair. I did say '80s. I gave you some credit. Thank, thank you, thank you very much. We should, man is we, should, we, we gotta we gotta is this like his business persona he, he this is what <laughs> he does for a living by the way he's a he does audio video he's a singer he does all this shit he knows what he's doing right. that's what i'm telling him he's like the he's the he's the worst fluffer in the world he's not even he's so serious about it it should be like hey listen up everything's gonna be fine just be yourself instead he's like fuck off you're not doing it right the this mic is real. should be here Stop breathing. What's what is your your first topic that you would like to go over and discuss? Um, the first thing, well, um, there's are, no way you memorize this we, because you we, always write everything down. Are we live now? It's been live for the past <laughs> five minutes. What? <laughs> like you knew that was happening. Come on. Uh, we are here today. Um, three of us. Hold it um, here. Hold it here. Hold it here. We are here at. Oh, we're here at State. Hey, good. Roller Skating Center <laughs> and Kempsville. Three people that came together. We've been working together for about six months now. Um, and uh, we kind of are an interesting fit. Very creative people. Um, and why don't we introduce ourselves and um, Hey, Barb, tell us- what is the area code of this area? God, I have no idea. Oh, seven five seven. That's right. That's we have right. a winner. So we have two people from Virginia Beach, Jake and I, and then Barb, you're from Philadelphia originally, but I live in Northern Virginia right now. So I'm Alvin. Um, give you some background. Barb and I met. I put an ad up to help me with one of my businesses in in Northern Virginia, and she applied and. I got her to help with this business here in Skatehouse. So I'm an owner, one of the partners of Skatehouse, and I met up Jake about a year and a half ago. Um, it's been a good than friend. That. And uh, it's been we, longer than a year and a half. Oh God, like three years, three years ago, three and a half. I think it. It's in three. It's in the three somewhere. The three year. When I first met Jake, interesting story. Ron Villanueva introduced me to him. I go in there and he's literally unpacking or packing his van to go to this music gig. Um, and he said, I said, Hey, my name's Alvin. And he asked us what we were doing. And I said, we're going to do this food hall in Norfolk. It'll be great. And he asked more questions about it. And since then, you know, some of the questions he asked about what he's done, marketing, music seemed like it'd be a great fit. So ever since, been a great asset working for Skate and Granby and all these other projects we're on. Awesome. So, Jake, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? 
And what brings you here today? I am just another Filipino. One of one of billions of Filipinos living in Virginia Beach. And I'm here today to make sure that Barb Welsh finally learns how to hold a damn microphone. <laughs> you know, the real reason. There, that- you, there you go. <laughs> now, that's, that's what you want. The real reason is for me to learn not to interject everybody during their conversation. <laughs> oh, but I was just talking. What? what? <laughs> no, Bar- Barb is the voice of reason between Jake and I. Um, so Jake sold himself short. He's a man of multi-talents. He's done music, art. He does a lot of the marketing stuff. Um, picks up things super quickly. He knows this. So Barb is here to help get what uh, we want out of skate and work with Jake and try to get this place going. Outside of that, a ball of laughter for sure. So I want to bring up a little bit um, what... I think makes the dynamic between the three of us work kind of well is we're all from um, different eras, I guess. X, what, it, what, what do we say? We're Gen X and Gen Y. Um, and how that makes us different and how we relate to one another. Um, no cap. <laughs> and that's a funny, that's interesting because I, I had an email and I said no cap to Barbara in the email on one of the social media posts and she said, I have no idea what that means. Well, I actually thought that it meant, what's the matter with my capitalization, man? I, I don't get it. We thought it was a note. We and both thought it was a note. Immediately, I thought to myself, why the fuck could she just not Google it and not respond to me asking why, what is no cap? But... Alvin was uh, vindicated when we asked one of the younger people here, all right, if we said to you, what does no cap mean? She said exactly what the right slang was. So, you know, I guess you knew what I was talking about. She second-guessed it, and she was puzzled. Was that Jamie? It was. Um, So uh, it's very uh, interesting um, the way we kind of work together because – we all have different approaches and um, yet still manage to build on each of our creative talents together to create something better than each of us would have been able to do individually. So um, today uh, we were talking about ourselves and I'm a mom. I have two older children and Alvin is also a parent and uh, Jake is not. So that also brings an interesting I do dynamic. have a wife. She Jake, just, Jake said he has she a wife. just likes to he has a, not show herself and cheat he on has me. a work wife for sure who is that multiple work multiple. wives <laughs> who is your work wife myself and i I have four kids I have four kids so i'm I'm quite busy up in northern Virginia and um Barbara's too so well, I appreciate these guys being able to bring me some hipness back to my kids because I'm very not hip, for sure. Uh, Is that all that's on your list to talk about? Barb, I... You Barb, are, you have one job. <laughs> you are looking at the computer now, trying to figure out how what topic we need to talk to. Well, I wanted to, the whole point about bringing up, you know, that I have kids, you have younger kids, and um, 
Jake over here has none. Is for financial reasons, kids are expensive. Jake, uh, before we start on this, because now we're on kids, can you share some thoughts on marriage and kids with us? Because I know you talked to me before about it. Can you talk about it now? In a short answer, I do believe in marriage and finding like your best friend, your best person you hang out with every day. But kids, on the other hand, I'm not super against kids, but I am against kids because I'm not responsible enough and I'd rather be the cool uncle and drop my kids off once I'm done or drop my nephews and nieces off once I'm done taking care of them and, and whatever. It's like that. It's like doing a blockbuster movie. Once you're done with it, you just return. You just want to play with them and set them free again. He is. He is by far the cool. Because you know what? We should have gotten a monte here. We should have gotten a monte here because every time a monte's kids come here, I tell them uh, when we did have a vending machine. I'll tell them about the candy machine. A monte's wife gives. She snarks at me, and I say, "Well," and the kids are priceless because I I remember what it was like to be a kid, and I would see the vending machine. And whether you still have that sort of nostalgic feeling, I know what it felt like as a kid. You know, I think part of the thing about me being older, the oldest of the group here, when I was a kid, it's so different now because I used to just go out. My mom didn't know where I was, who I was hanging with. I just came in when the, the, when the street lights went on, it was time to come home. It's, and definitely much different. I than used to have now. that same thing too. So I, I actually, I actually did used to go to play out, play outside, and I, ride, ride my bike and play with my friends and around the neighborhood. I don't remember my mom even saying "time out." I don't think that was part of her vocabulary because I don't think she could say it in English. And one, it just never happened. It's it was really the look that your mom gave you to like behave. Is he trying to say he never got punished as a kid? I'm not buying it. I, Alvin has a Filipino mom. I for that, sure that, got that, punished that, that. as a kid. <laughs> well, you know, your brother told me that you you were always the good one, and he was always the one that got in trouble. You know what we should do? We should get Bobby up here. We should get randomly. Bobby up here. Let if me we, text him. If we got Bobby let up me here. Wait, let me text Bobby really And quick. I love my brother. Uh, I think we will all have one second of talk time, and the rest would be stories, which would be amazing Difficult for a podcast. So oh, Jake, I wonder if he did. I wonder if he went home. Go ahead. I oh, wait, I just, wait a minute. I, I wait a minute. A uh, J- Jake's on screen time right now, so we got to let him finish his text. No, no. Oh. It's, it's, it's already been set. It's already been set. set. Is it, uh, I see. Does it say red? No, because he doesn't have that turned on. <laughs> did you know about that feature, Barb? No. It's only been on iPhone since the dawn of time. So you have the ability to know when the person reads it on iPhones. Oh, you have to yes. turn the feature on. I am aware. Okay. I do know that. And I, I, I like to see the little dots going to the... I, I, I see that you're working on that. I see that. So I, I have some techno ability, but um, I need a little help, a little push. Jake is the uh, techno man here, really. He's uh, very good with all the technical... Things that we have going on here. You could probably read your you could probably read your brother's text messages on the screen, but he said, "I'm not there. What's up?" <laughs> I should say Megan is here. <laughs> and that's a shout out to Megan Shin. Megan Shin, if you're listening, we appreciate all your news story coverage. Follow us, please. This is our first podcast, so it's a work in progress. Best of luck on your new job. What, Idaho. 
I think it said we could look at her Instagram right now and do a deep dive on it and see. Please stalk her. I I do well, hit stalks all the time. I, well, just to let everybody know who Megan Shin is, if you are listening, Megan Shin was one of the first reporters who did a news story on Skatehouse uh, just before we started demolition, and it was just one of those things. It's the first news article of a new emerging business, and in my eyes, or maybe everybody else on the team, it's a it's somewhat of a, an important day, but so she's newing. Okay. I thought she said Ohio, but wherever your new job is, Megan, we are wishing you the best of luck. Come skate soon at skate house, Virginia beach. So, um, one of the things that I was thinking would be interesting is, um, put yourself back in time 10 years ago. Um, is this where you think you would be or where did you think we would be 10 years ago if you were back in time 10 years? Uh, 10 years well, ago. So I am 34. Doing the math. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I would be 34. Um, I, I thought, uh, I never thought I would open up any businesses at all. Um, I was working for corporate for a long time and I still do. And I just thought, uh, I had my kids and I thought that would be it. I never thought I would, uh, feel like a getting a resurgence and doing something that I would have such a passion for and that I enjoy. I've always had being an entrepreneur and actually feeling good about it and doing something that I like. So I never thought I would in a position where I had businesses and, you know, a business that's responsible for other people. So, yeah, I never thought I'd be in this position. Not saying I'm in the best position now, um, but I think I like where we're at. I like where all the businesses are at. So I have a little inside intel here, and I know that Alvin has had another business before this one. I wonder what you brought to the table from that first business, if you want to tell us about that at all. Uh, yeah, I can I can definitely talk about it. I uh, in twenty in when I was thirty, I decided to. I don't ever think I talked to you about this, or nor have I talked to you about this, Jake. Secrets. I I owned two laundromats in my late twenties and early thirties in Virginia Beach. Actually, I bought a laundromat uh, across a trailer park, which was very sketch. And I bought it, no research. And I gutted it. And then a month later, I bought another laundromat in Norfolk. And you know the key to a laundromat is? Dirty laundry. Yeah. You need to learn how to fix machines. Because you knew they break all the time. Yeah, for sure. So I learned a lot. I learned a lot uh, about business that. And, and then I started, I sold that business, lost money, and I opened up. Duck Donuts in Northern Virginia. We owned up seven stores in like two years. It was definitely interesting. Sold those businesses, lost money, and opened up more businesses. It, I never thought you got to lose to win, I've learned. And you can't be good at everything. And you learn from failures. I think that, and I'm still learning every day, especially with you two, because... <laughs> I feel that when we get together on a call, we'll probably be in person, we come up with really good ideas. 
and some of them are shitty. Some of them are terrible. And I think we kind of try to pull it together to do something good. I mean, if you really think about it, guys, we, open, we opened up a business in prime time COVID. Which not many people be, can see. Yeah. And yeah. we're still going. And if we can make it past this, I think we can do something decent. So at any time, did you feel you were in over your head? Is that why you bailed out of the first two? You, I'm assuming you're feeling like you got better and learned from each one and brought it to the table. Business is hard. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you feel like getting in, like, in the fetal position and just crying because there's bills that need to be paid and you're responsible for people's jobs and lives and money. It's, it's serious. And then you have your own ego to check. Uh, it's pretty bad. But that's business. Um, you, when you win, you win. When you lose, you lose. Um, but you got to take a risk and you got to manage your risk. And it's right now, I know we're trying really hard and we're doing all sorts of things. Um, and I think from what I've seen, there's been a lot of positive feedback and, um, actually considering that we are in a a pandemic situation right now, um, people have responded very positively and, um, I think this has been a great location. So Barb, this, this question goes right back to you. And, and Jake, you can talk. I mean, 10 years ago, I know you were living the real wives, the real housewives of Herndon life. Why don't you tell me about what you thought 10 years ago and where you're at now? Uh, well, I um, uh, have two kids, as I said, and um, I have been a stay-at-home mom, and uh, one of my kids was born as a premature kid and had a lot of health complications, and I never really planned on being a stay-at-home mom, nor did I want to. Um, it just kind of worked out that way, and um, it's uh, been a very rewarding, but one of the tougher jobs probably that I've ever had. Um, I wasn't sure if I would want to go back to work or not at any point in time, um, but the whole COVID situation, it just kind of underlined the fact that I'm bored and my kids have, you know, I, are they're old now. It's time for mama to pull away. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, I have been enjoying what I've been doing um, and it's been great really to be around creative people. I think it helps you to be more creative and uh, it's fun to be part of the buzz, I think. And I, don't think I expected that to happen 10 years ago, but I've been enjoying the ride so far. Yeah, Barb actually came to my house. because I, I work from home, and she comes over to we brainstorm and work on things. She actually shut down the employee Christmas party three days ago. <laughs> well, okay, not, it, was, it wasn't just Barb. There were other contributing factors. Thanks for, people, for the backup. For, for, for people who, think, who are thinking that Barb is, uh, was the buzzkill for you, it, it was not because of Barb. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to fight for you, Barb. Thanks, man. I'm fighting so, for you. So um, throwing it to your uh, mic now, Jake, what about you 10 years ago and where you, what you were, first of all, 10 years ago and where you were, and is it where you are expecting to be now? 10 years ago, I was 14 years old. I think that's eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. And I was about to go to high school. I did not, I was not thinking about my future financially or how that would 
play out. But during that time, during middle school was when music was a prominent thing in my life. So I started doing a bunch of bar gigs uh, starting starting in sixth grade through throughout high school and college and kind of like this whole idea of what what am I going to do for my real adult job wasn't really in the equation. I kind of just went with it as things happened. Granted, I am 10 years older now. Um, I do have a, a lot different perspective on life, but I did not think I would ever be here because this is a a very, very U-turn, left turn. Jake, you were in a band. I was in a couple. You are, not where. No, no when he was 14. I are and I was. Oh. He was. And I still am. Still am. He did mention he that. Was in a, he's solo, and I think he's in a band. I've been in a handful of bands. So uh, do you feel that this situation that you're in now allows you to explore things creatively. How do you feel? Do you feel that you love this job and that's because of the creativity or because there's just, uh, I can tell you right now that this is a ever changing environment. And that's one of the things that I very much like about it, that it's something different really every day. Um, it can be stressful, but, um, I think it's important to have people that can balance you, you out, which I believe we do. Um, do you love what you're doing? So, in short, so starting, because this, I don't really have a normal job <laughs> with skate. And for those, for those of you who are listening now, it's granted that I, a, a majority of what I do is me and Barb work together along with Alvin doing uh, every, everything marketing related. But prior to, prior to all this um, was a lot of the construction, construction items and, and purchasing. And I thought that was really cool because it was something that, I never did before. Granted, for all the musicians who listen, who who may be listening, y'all know how it is when you got to buy that new piece of gear, and you got to finance it. You got to see what you got to, uh, I guess, see what your pros and cons are. It's the same idea that I kind of learned with buying materials, seeing how it works. At the end of the day, it's about budget and money. And I guess one thing that I really did. I see now that I learned is that, you know, money is important and if you plan out wisely, buy the right stuff, it works out in the end. But I keep, I'm, de I'm deviating from the question, but yeah, so. That's okay. This job does get pretty fucking stressful without a doubt because I get fucking annoyed easily. Um, That's all my fault. Of course, of course, Barb, it's all your fault. But I mean, we got to be clear here that Jake is a perfectionist, perfectionist. Just like I think well, I wouldn't say that, Amen. but everybody has different opinions and it's hard to accommodate everybody's opinion. But I see at the end of the day, I try to see through that maybe everybody else has input too. Cause I'm not always right. And I'm not I'm no will never be afraid to admit that I'm not always right. So the stress can be stress give or take, but there's just like when you're working with a team, you always have to realize at the end of the day you work as a team. And it's not about just the one person. So, and that's one, th I guess that's one thing you could say. I'm always used to doing things by myself and mustering it through. And it's weird when people ask me for help. Like it drives me insane when Barb asks to help me. I'm like, Barb, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay up late and I'll figure it out because I'm not used to having help. So. I, uh, I weird. actually get on phones with Barb saying you 
cannot ask Jake for help. You do the work. He will trust you, and then you will continue to do the work. Everything can't be on his shoulders for some of the marketing stuff. So, But there's another, there's another thing, too. It's like there's some sort of drive sometimes when you know that you're taking on something that you can't handle. Because I do this a lot of time with a lot of freelance work. And if it's something I know I can't do, to me in my eyes, it's like, okay, well, I if I do this really well, I do this really well, and I take what I learned from it. Or for me, if, if I exert 80% of what I thought, this is what I'm going to learn. This is how I'm going to make it more efficient. Because freelance work, you can anybody can come to you for freelance work, and whether you know how big the job is and who's watching it, it's a risk at the end of the day. But the least, that the minimum, the least you can do is produce something that is presentable and something that they'll agree to. So I like the t- I like the tension because if there's no tension, it's like why do I keep just doing something easy? Yeah. Well, I think in the end, it probably creates a better product in the end stress is good in healthy amounts now now technically i'm your boss correct yeah yeah but yeah i really think i treat you guys i don't want to say this as colleagues and i respect both of you guys if i have never said that before we have this recorded so yes i can refer back to this why do you think i said and pop the idea, and this goes to both of you, of let's start a podcast. I thought, wait, what was the question? Why are we here today, and why us three? If I think about this in some sort of, like, non-Sunday school answer, you know when you're at church, I'm getting off topic, but it's going to relate back to it. You know when you're at church and somebody asks the generic question, and then somebody says, oh, because Jesus loves me, it's the Sunday school answer. No, there's a, to me, maybe there's a deeper meaning behind this and that in reality, what this is, is a, the fucking kumbaya bonding moment and we're decompressing, we're speaking off the rails, we're getting to learn a little bit about each other. Maybe that's what it is at the end of the day, but on the double-edged sword, we're getting content that maybe somebody actually cares about. Sometimes I feel Jake is like a twin of me because part of the reason the majority of the reason was a therapy session for us to really understand each so other. So I was close. I was and close. really <laughs> share ideas and understand each other and maybe more ideas can come. I think with the businesses that were coming out, it's marketing is huge. And us coming up with different ideas, whether it works or not, who fucking cares? Let's go. And getting the passion for it because this is fun, right? This, this, this podcast should be fun. We got to open up. Well, it's good for other people to understand uh, that you're real people as well. And speaking of real people, don't forget the real reason why we're actually having this pod- a podcast is actually to not to forget to mention our sponsors today, uh, Chicho's Pizza and uh, Ocean's 14. Shout out, we'll be collecting our royalties at the end of the month. Because it's all about food in the end. That's one thing. Uh, we're all really That is all foodies. about the food. We, what we should do for the next podcast when we all come down and meet together is eat while we're doing the podcast and make it super annoying and explain what the food is like without having visuals. I'm super game for that. Do you notice Jake just down that IPA? I think we were here for five minutes and he, oh my God. he came okay, across we started, as a, we started, a sipping we drink s- and hence it's almost gone. It's gone. He's on his second. No, we started this at, um, we started this at. For 
for all the hard seltzer people out there, Jake actually made a comment about Barb and I drinking Trulies. He said, why are you drinking that shit? It doesn't have any alcohol. I'm drinking an IPA. It has more. And he looked... Down like us, four point five percent alcohol. Come no, it's five percent. He frowned down upon us with his nose up, super high. You know, okay, dude, oh, okay. I have a reason why. So Bud Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, Miller Light—they're about five percent. And country bars and country culture, all that stuff is—we call it water. It's water. It's that, water. I, I hear that, and. Yeah. I, I went to the dollar store, which is next door, and I got some drinks. And I said, Barb, oh, man, I forgot to get Jake a drink. So I got him an iced tea. Came here. I said, Jake, I got you tea, iced tea. He looked at me and said, I don't drink sugar, and just looked away. These are the type of personalities that I have to deal with, and so do you, Barb. <laughs> but look at all the carbs in the beer. Isn't that pretty much I, sugar? I have a medical condition, and I can't wear a face mask. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, Jake, I know um, from talking to you, I believe you had a goal that um, you would actually like to retire early. Can you expand upon that a little bit? Is that still your when, okay, goal? Okay, actually, when did I ever? When did I say that to you? Oh, I totally remember in my Barb record book. When was it though? Because I I've only told a couple people that. See what I bring out in you, man. Okay, so is that true? And is it I know, still like, your goal? I, I would like to retire early. Like, like, but granted, my definition of retirement, to I guess explain in in a, in a basic answer, is my goal of retirement is to just live in a nice, modest house with a, a a nice lawn that I can enjoy mowing during the summer, and a little backyard that I can grill with my friends and hang out with my friends. But I want to be able to just at least just do gigs, do gigs and do music and do freelance music work. Not not for money, but I just like side money and have enough residual um, residual income that I could just live off of. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can do it. Um, and and I guess. Jake, how many how many hours of sleep do you get? <laughs> on question. average, you know, holy OK. So there's this app on. Um, there's an we, app for it. I mean. I can guess. Here, here, here. Less than five a day. Wait, 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 wait. I really actually want to look this up on... Because he has proof. No, it's on the iPhone. Barb, how many hours do you get? Oh, my God. I'm old. Like, I am approaching 54, and I need, like, eight or nine hours sleep where I'm a big crab. I get about five to six. <gasps> I do. I get five to six. I, I've been having trouble sleeping lately. I, I don't know what the deal is. I just... I just have. I, I feel like I should start smoking weed again or drink more <laughs> beer or drink whiskey or do something. You need to come do one of my gigs, which you should stress. do. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know why it's not showing my sleep analysis on here, but I know before when I did look at my sleep analysis, it was like four, it would average out to four hours a night. So do you ever feel rested? Like I would go crazy. Like, so to answer that, I can answer that confidently because every day is no, I don't feel rested. Doesn't don't you think that impacts your daily living and it, performance? It, it does. It, performance subjective sometimes, but emotion of like emotionally, like emotionally and psychologically, yes, it does. Oh, you know, I'm gonna bring up a subject I know is interesting for a lot of people. Probably, um, 
How are you feeling about winter? Particularly this year has been so hard for everybody with COVID. And I think winter has really uh, made that winter transition much harder. Um, Alvin, I'm going to let you take this one just kind of, because I know a lot of people probably struggle with it. I, I enjoy the seasons and um, I kind of look forward to them, but everybody doesn't feel that way. I don't think. I mean, for me personally, I think wintertime is tough, especially the holidays is tough. I think, um, you know, growing up, I've had some challenges in the wintertime. And then um, personally, too, in relationships, always wintertime. It's always December, what? January, November, December, January, terrible months. And I don't like the cold, uh, except for snow sports. I like, I never, I never wanted to move back to the East Coast. Um, I like the West. And I think I'll end up in the West, but I, it just depresses me. The weather depresses me. It changes my mood. I think what does brighten my day, and you know, I'm not trying to be like I like coming up with different things to try out. That's one of the reasons that I like having a business. We don't have to answer to anybody except ourselves, which is the best. It's the best part. I can give everybody the finger and say, great, it's not your money, which I wish it was someone else's money. <laughs> you just like being in charge. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, I do. Uh, well, I'm not. I feel like I have multiple people telling me I'm not all that, day long. That was really a joke. He is very, uh, he is, um, he values other people's opinion, which is one of the reasons that uh, I enjoy working with him. He is very blunt. A lot of people can't handle blunt, but 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 on on the contrary, I have, I have I have so much respect for people who are just blunt and just say it straight as is because there's something so beautiful about that. For example, Simon Cowell, people may take that as oh, it's just it's just to get the views, but like his personality as a person is like if you suck, <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> That's the beauty about it. Whether whether if your personality type will accept that sort of. I guess those kind of actions, give or take. In my opinion, I think it's good. Do you, do you guys tip? It, do you guys yeah. tip twenty percent all the time? Say the, that again. If, if I'm if I'm drinking at a bar, like granted here is different. If I'm at a bar and say if my tab is twenty bucks, I'll do ten percent. I'll do I'll do ten dollars. Granted, granted that I I like to know who's serving me, so they be, like, they become my friends. I'm like, okay, it's my friend. I'm willing to tip a little bit more. If it was some, if it was some Joe Schmo, some other girl or guy, who was helping me, and they were they were cool, and they got me blue cheese instead of ranch, Duh. I would be like, small things like that. Well, I guess my point is, a server will never know they have shitty service unless they're told through a tip that they have shitty service consistently. So I think when. You know, we, we always say that, oh, you're doing a great job. In reality, you're not doing a good job or people want praise for what they're expected to do versus more praise of what they're going above and beyond. Right. The I, whole participation trophy mentality, which today. Pfft. Which oh. that leads to other subjects of, of now with kids and how we rate kids or we don't rate kids. And it's going to be a different workplace in the next 10, 15 years. I feel like we can go in all different tangents on that. And I, you know, now is not the podcast for it. I was going to say, I think that's its all own podcast. I I foresee, 
employees in the workplace 10 years from now are not going to know true talent and true work, blood and sweat and tear work, because we're going to have so much automation and reliability with digital technology that physical human capacity and knowledge will slowly start to, to, to degrade because as technology becomes more efficient, it'll make things too easy, too easy. But like there's cannot, and I know I'm getting off topic, off topic, but there's, I have so much admiration for people who know how to physically you're getting in the dirt. You, you speak what you preach. Like you're, you know it inside and out. Granted, whether if that's a profitable thing or not, it's it's like it's like the fourth, the fourth sense, the umami, the untouchable. It's like or the not the untouchable, the untouchable, the uh, inexplicable. I I thing. I have noticed though through generations, like I look at Barb's generation, the the thought of working hard, getting a job, and that defines success. Versus my generation of, I'm going to work for a dot-com, I'm going to make money, and then Jake's generation of instant gratification, I'm going to be a YouTube star, I'm going to be a TikTok star. It, the, the, the success length gets shorter and shorter through generations. It, it's, 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 it's different nowadays of what hard work is and what it means. Well, and all those things that you mentioned, a lot of it is just pure luck. You know, and not necessarily any talent or skill or or it, it changes the game. I mean, I'm I'm, you know, initially when I thought it's like, oh, do you really need to be a college degree to be successful? I I don't it, know. It's your connections. I don't know anymore. I thought people were I thought people were BSing to me when they said it's not about your college degree. It's about your connections. I would say 50 50. Your connections, yes, but also is your actual skill sets that you've learned personally on your own that are hard to recreate besides actual getting physical experience. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. College. Um... Okay. Well, actually, well, granted, what, for example, what did, what's one thing that you went to college for that is so specific to what... But prior to this job, because I know you had another job before this that you were you were there for a while, right? Well, I was a mom. I was a mom for quite St- a long time. Stay at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you, I thought you said Barbara had a job, like a job at a at corporate doing um years ago project management. Yeah, years ago, years ago. But you did that for a while, right? Not for very long. God damn it! Okay, scratch that. Yeah, I um, I uh, met my husband and moved, and he was really the breadwinner. And, and he likes to buy boats. And then I immediately stepped into mother mode, so mom took over. But I have a degree, and it's funny. My husband is very successful, and he has no degree, but it's um, he went to school for five years in college, um, but that whole experience changed him. But granted, okay, let's, let's say from a perspective from your husband. Granted, you're not your husband, obviously, but you know him well. What did he go to college for and what does he do now? And does that really translate to what he does now? Or is it because he was able to physically actually communicate with people and work his way up, build relationships and trust to get to where he is now? Yes, absolutely. He, even though he went to college and learned the skills, he went to school um, initially for electrical engineering. And then the reason that he did not graduate was because he switched to IT, had enough credits to graduate, but not in the proper things. 
So he started his own business and it took off. And um, there you go. And it, and his success really, he doesn't say no to anything. If you know, we'll get it done. You know, and and he's a very good communicator as well. And I think you nailed it. Communication is I'm, the key word. It's funny. I'm a, a terrible communicator outside of work. Come on. I, I think I'm the worst communicator. I find that so hard to believe. Going. Do you guys want any drinks downstairs or no? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a, a break. Let's take a five minute break. And uh, or are you going to cut this no, out? No, no, let's just keep it going. Why do you want to take a break for? Why well, I was going just- to walk to get a drink, get a truly here for me and Barb. Why don't you just go get a truly and me and Barb. Oh, you're going oh, to cut. Just keep it recording. Uh, keep it recording because we're going to lose the flow. Do it. Keep it going. Did you put it on hold or keep it nope, going? Nope, we're still going. Uh, so then, um, yeah, I definitely think how you present yourself and um, communication is the key to your success. I know um, he's tried to hire people. Um, but does he end up doing it himself? Yes, he ends up doing it himself, yeah. And I know, I know how that feels. <laughs> is that what next, you do with next, me? You know, Are you admitting that's what you do with me? <laughs> what? No, no. Because, Bart, Bart, I'm, Bart I'm, like, I'm being honest here. So, like, bef- like, before I got to really know, I guess, like, really know you, because when Alvin says, I hired this chick, I'm like, well, shit. This could be just some 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 idiot that just, like, she said the right words at the interview and whatever. Especially, like, the platinum blonde. Hello, Alvin. I mean, I know Alvin wouldn't do that. I know he wouldn't do that. He's not. He's not like that. Granted, I was like, okay, well, Alvin clearly said yes to whoever this person is. Granted, in the beginning, it was hard to, like, get a gauge on because I never met you in person to really assess, like, psychologically, okay, what... Like, what's making Barb, like, do what she does? But Barb, like, I don't know how to explain it, but you do help me, you do help keep me on track. I'm not going to deny that. And I think that's something very valuable that you have. Jake, so look at... Look don't, at the- don't, don't take all the constant calling me at 8 a.m. in the morning when I went to bed at fucking 4. Don't, don't feel offended by that at all. Like, granted, I get annoyed by it, but I'm like, you know what? This is Barb just being her best, so... Just letting you know. Oh, thanks. Jake, look at this can that Barb crushed. (laughs) This is a total mommy can. She just, you guys can't. Barb drank one truly, everybody. And she crushed it because she's she used to, I bet, being in her house and she wants to make room in her recycling bin. So she did this (laughs) intentionally. She mama bared this can. And just so you guys know, Jake and I are both Filipino. Barb is. I'm not, my family is not super Filipino like yours, though. And. Barb is Polish American. Spit it out. What Barb? What's it like to work with a bunch of Filipinos and the dynamics around that? I, I've asked you this before, but I think it'd be a good time for you to share it with Jake. Yeah. Um. See, see, I don't really perceive you as guys as being that way. I I notice you more as just your creative. It's because presence. we're not we're not super. You're normal. We're, we're well, very, you're not really very, normal. We are very American. <laughs> That's because she's taller than us. She won't say that, and she likes looking down at us. We are very Americanized, to say the least. Um, I mean, my accent's pretty straightforward right now. Al- Alvin doesn't have an accent. Uh, I think you got you the the. You guys are both super straightforward. I think that's the thing that I like the most about you. And Alvin, Alvin is more straightforward than me. Why do we do that, Jake? Why, as and and this is a very good conversation you said when Jake was 
we're more Americanized than anything. Like, I feel like Filipino Americans are so, they push back on actually being Filipino than other cultures. Like, if I talk to an Hispanic, they're like, yeah, I speak Spanish. I love being Hispanic. I love being Mexican. I love being El Salvadorian. When you talk to Filipino Americans... That's a that's such such a good. See, it's so that's, interesting. That's a, that's, a like very, it, that's a very good. You know, like why do, why do we why do we have such a pushback? Like we, it's a love hate towards our culture. And I honestly, I it took me a while to embrace my culture and who I am. I own two Filipino restaurants, not because of the money in Northern Virginia, as a restaurant in COVID. God, it sucks. But like, I'm trying to embrace it. But Jake made a comment saying. You know, you know, my parents are more Filipino than his, and we're more Westernized. I'm trying to figure out. You know, okay, I think I do have an answer to that. So, Grant, okay, so my parents were the first generation of um, Filipinos who were born, obviously, outside the U.S. They came to America, and they grew up. But I think the way they raised me is that I learned, um, I learned certain way. I guess things were certain. I guess kind of prim and proper, not. Prim and proper, not in a snobby way, but I guess kind of like in a, a more organized way. Um, and I grew up in a very American community. My parents bought their house in Courthouse Estates in Virginia Beach. It's a very American community, but it is very diverse. And so I guess once I was in that culture, um, I didn't go to Catholic, uh, Catholic school or Catholic church. I went to a Christian church, which is a very Americanized church, and I was around very certain styles and aspects. And then when I would go back to you know, Filipino parties and Filipino traditions in church, I would view it as corny. And in my younger years, I would say, I'm not, I'm not corny. I'm not, I know how it's supposed to be done. But now, just like you said, I learned to embrace it. I'm like, but that's the reason why we love being Filipino is because we leave the plastic on the chairs. We have the runners in the house <laughs> on hardwood floor. There's a reason why That's we take Polish our shoes off. Too. There's a reason why we have a broom that looks just like whiskers, but it doesn't really work. It's just there. Have you heard the acronym FOB, Barbara? Fresh off FOB, the, I thought. Fresh off the boat. Fresh Isn't that boat. a style thing? No, it's... it's, it's yes. It, See, yeah, I always it, get it, all, the, all, it, the, all the hip things I get wrong all the time. They, I, they teach me shit all the time. And Wow. Where did, did she... I, I feel like FOB came from a Filipino American. It means fresh off the boat. It means you come off the boat... You have the accent, you're like, have that Bruce Lee in that movie of, of a hat and like, I'm Chinese, but you're Filipino. It's, uh, it, it, that's the meaning of fav. It's interesting. Like, it, there is a, I think with Filipinos, it's interesting, like, it's just a different culture than any other culture, well, than see, I, any see, Asian culture. See, I don't. I don't really see you guys as being that way. Like uh, Alvin and I had this conversation um, about my husband getting pulled over by the police. And I was amazed that he got let go. I, I, I just, he was obviously speeding and, you know, I, I won't go into great detail about it, but um, I was like, are you kidding me? Like I'm Brown. I don't, I don't even see you as being Brown. I had so a, that's so funny. I had a decent car back then and I was speeding no, 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 I didn't have the license plate up front, and they pulled me over in Williamsburg, and it wasn't close to William & Mary. It was close to a barbecue spot. I know that spot. And, yeah, I mean, going in these woods of Williamsburg, who knows what's going to happen? I Were you afraid? 
And like, how old were you? Is the other question. How you dressed? I guess is that is that a fair statement? Like I, how you were dressed? I mean, I was dressed were? in a hoodie, and I just <gasps> didn't think anything of it. I mean, I think for me, if I it didn't really register. I have so much risk going on with these businesses. It just didn't process in my head. But I think if I was in the right state of mind, yeah, I would be afraid. If it was at nighttime, yeah, it's it's different being brown. I think in this in this day and age. And I'm so naive to that. Like, you know, they, they opened my eyes to all of that because I, I, I don't, I grew up in Philadelphia in, in the city, really, Row House, Philadelphia, six people sharing one bathroom, which was a lot of fun. It was a funny story. I, <clears throat> I went to a buddy's wedding and um, it was at this house in, by the beach. And one of the grandmas was like 80 years old and he said, oh, um, yeah, your oriental wife was pretty in the wedding, and she used the word oriental, which kind of st- struck me. I haven't heard that word in a very long time. But that was, I, is but that I racist? Oriental? Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it's racist. See, I don't even know. That's how naive I am. I don't know. Have you called anybody oriental? <laughs> no. Besides a rug? No, no I guess not. That is interesting. Uh, no, what I was saying is, to me, I have thick skin. It didn't bother me, but it co- does come across a little bit naive. But you got to look, you got to check your audience. The audience is somebody who grew up in that time and age. So it didn't really bother me, but it, just, it was a sound check on that. Yeah, I mean, I was very uh, sheltered. I, uh, Alvin didn't believe, uh, I, literally, I was in a Polish neighborhood, and, and the way I grew up in Philadelphia every neighborhood there was the, the italian neighborhood the polish neighborhood the hispanic neighborhood and like you did not go into someone else's neighborhood cuz you'd be in trouble god forbid yeah i i know i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> shout so, out to everybody living in courthouse states westmoreland village appomattox shenandoah I know who you are, Jake, Sussex you, Village. Jake is such a homer, by the way. I try to get him out of the 757. He actually visited me in Northern Virginia, and he was bitching about the traffic. You know, no, the okay, traffic. I wasn't bitching about it. I was bitching about the fact that I had to go through three, four tolls, and I only lucked out because I had a cup of coins in my car to throw into the machine in which they only accepted, I guess, quarters or whatever. And I was stressing it out because I didn't want to hold up the line and be like, I have a credit. Can I pay with credit card? Because they don't accept credit card. Oh my God. Can we, I, I actually invited Jake to a West Coast trip. And I said, Jake, I will pay for you to get a vacation. I will pay for you to be on vacation, to meet other creative people so you can be creative at skate. And, and what did you say, Jake? What did you say when I offered you a free vacation? I said vacation? no. I I don't want it. I still would. I still. I still. Even though I would. I would love to do that as much as I would. But like, in my opinion, it's it's so short. I can't just go for two days and feel motivated. I need to like. But by the way, it's five days, guys. So okay, let's fi- stay, okay, stay fi- five, five days to me is not a vacation. A, vaca- a vacation is me. A vacation to me is taking a month off immersing yourself in the culture and realizing what the culture is and under- truly understanding what you're trying to find and search for. Okay, but wait a minute. When was the last time you did that? 
<laughs> Never. Ever. <laughs> okay. In my, I said, I said, in my mind, I said, so, in my, I said, Barbara, I said, in, in my mind are the three keywords. So do you ever vacation, Jake Man? I call him Jake Man. That's probably kind of disrespectful, but my, it's meant in the term of love, endearment. I don't, love. I, don't, I don't take offense to it. It's not very oriental. It's not what. <laughs> but in my, my, I guess my, my idea of a vacation is. I really honestly I don't know because I've never taken a vacation where I've really like taken everything off my mind because what the moment I do that is okay so what is it going to be like when I get back because I'm gonna have to get caught up might as well at least stay in the loop that's that's why it's so hard for me to take a break because I don't like the fact that somebody else is gonna know more than what I know and I'm not at least up to speed that's why that's the exact reason why I don't like taking breaks did you have family vacations when you were a kid? I did. Or do you have that, traumatic memories I, I, from I was, that? I was, I was, I was different. I'm different. I was different then, and I'm different now. So it, it might, it might have been skewed a little bit differently. So, do you consider yourself driven? Driven, but I'm very successful, successfully lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's. I noticed that about Jake. Yes. Brilliant mind need a lot of people, not people, to push him to get things done to see it in a certain way. Brilliant though, right? So that's what I try when I work with you, I work through Jake, got to get him going. I do think, Jake, that you're short-sighting vacations I know, and the need to it's, get inspiration from other places outside of the 757. 757 is amazing. It's an amazing place. I grew up here. I love it here. I just think there's other parts of the world you need to visit and other places and more importantly, other people that yeah, you can, really I'm honestly big. the reason why i would want to travel is because of food you well, know how bad i want to go to japan and go to one of those places that they have the sushi on like <laughs> the track and you could like take all the sushi you want you know you know how like excited i get about <laughs> thinking about that sort of thing and then actually if it's for it's for I, i'm a, I'm a f we need to we really need to do a food a I, food episode i'm not even I'm, I'm not even kidding we should definitely do a food episode. We can test some of the foods here. We can test some of the foods in 757 all over the place. Games. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but back to the topic there. Travel, I think, changes your life and your perspective. And um, it's something everybody should really try to find a way to do. And you just have to plan it and you have to make it a priority. So I think that's I'm all about balance. I have said that from when I first met Alvin in the very beginning that I think balance is very important because I uh, I've seen the other end of not having balance and what happens at the end of the day in your life when you're dead. When you're dead, you're gonna say, "Did I work too much and not enjoy what I was doing?" Or you know, what's life really all about? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think I've learned in the past couple of years to have balance. I was uh, uh, pretty much go getter, like and not vacay but I can see what that could do to me I think you know I you know with the businesses that I've had they haven't you know done so well and I've been trying to do other businesses I think it was more of just me being selfish and just like I gotta get to a better state and I gotta do well and it's me trying to outwork everybody else to do better and I wouldn't take vacays at all but now I know my my brain needs to shut down because I won't function now you, Jake, you're younger, but I would say you got to learn that quicker than I will, for sure. Well, I think. Um, uh oh, hey, we got a special guest in the house. Come on, Jamie. 
tell everybody your social security number and your credit card number. Special delivery from Taproom. Is Jake down the other two like so fast we didn't even notice? Because I barely ate today. So so Jamie I'll, I'll so it, Jamie Jake so if everybody knows Jamie is our manager here at Skate House and she's like Jake's partner in crime here. Can you tell me why Jake won't take a vacation? I invited him to California with me in a couple of weeks and he told me a big fat no. And he's saying he doesn't want to leave because he feels like things would shut down and people would know more than him and he would be out of the loop. Can you tell me why you think he needs a vacation? Granted, you have to speak in the microphone. You won't be able to hear it, but I can hear it. You're in. Oh, she said Jake is so right. She, what'd you say? Jake is so right. Yeah, that's what she said. No. You should, I think you should actually hold the mic because you won't be able to hear it. Trust me. Just, pre- I'm Jamie, come on. What am I supposed to You would respond to the question. But, Jamie, the question is, do you. I'm curious to see what you can Jamie, why Jamie, does Jake need a vacation? He's, Jake, Jake's wound up, I think, and he's always he's been wound up recently. The, the winter months, obviously, is is a bad spot for him. He's told Barbara this. It's it's publicly known. Why do you think Jake needs a vacation? Right here. Right here. Can you hear me now? Okay. He. I guess he deserves one for one. <laughs> I'm being honest. First of all, you asked for honesty, so shut up. Thank you. <laughs> and also, Snark. because <laughs> look at you. You're so I'm moody really right now. You, yes, but you're a- moody. As you can see, guys, they work together quite a bit. They have a good dynamic with each other. This is called a double team. One is on a mic and one is not. So, Jamie, get the mic close to your mouth and no, tell me. Yeah, that's the problem. You don't listen. So you need a vacation because you just need to get out of here. You feel better. Mm. Have you written the skate Bible yet? I'll, I'll, I'll read it. No, the skate Bible's in your head. You don't need the Bible. You know what it is. You don't need to read a Bible. You know the Bible by heart. The problem is he doesn't trust anyone but me, and I don't work all the time like everyone else does. Like, I guess for him, for sake. So that's why he won't take one. How, how do you like working? So my brother works here. His name's Rob. I call him I try, Bobby. I try to get Bobby. And and then you have and then you have Jake and then you have you. How are the dynamics here? Is it fun? It has to be an interesting on a day by day basis. It's a dysfunctional Jake Jake is not on a mic right now. It's very dysfunctional, like but exactly. It's I I feel like I'm in another home. I leave one home to come to another one. <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's very dysfunctional sometimes, but it's it's in a good way. I have fun. It's never, it's not a dull moment. Sorry, Jake, it's not like a Filipino family. Going back to my point about why Filipinos are so against their culture and how they were raised. Jamie is denying it, I'm not denying it. Jamie just denied it. And I was trying to embrace my culture because I tried to explain y'all before.
Jamie, are you full Filipino, meaning you, your mom and dad are Filipino, or are you mestizo? Jamie's mom is very Filipino. You have to talk. Hey, you have to talk to the microphone. I, hey. I didn't. I didn't know that. I I thought you. I thought you were full. I didn't know I that. Am in a way, but it's, my dad is born in Filipino, but he's Filipino. But on my mom's side, uh, I'm basically Filipino. They're Spanish, Malay, Polynesian, Chinese, Japanese. But you grew up in a Filipino household. Yes. But your first generation, meaning your parents, it, your mom or your dad immigrated here, or you guys were second, or? It was my mom that came here with my family. Then it was me, plus my grandma. I got it. I got it. I'm just holding it right here. <laughs> I was actually waiting for Jake to talk and have a no, comment. No, I was trying to listen. I was trying to listen. And I, I didn't know that about you. He was I hanging I on her every that. word. I was listening yeah, because... Jeez, what an asshole. Why'd you bring that shit up? I, I, I didn't. I was asking. I didn't know. I was he asking him to see so. I did not know. I, I don't think I asked that direct question. I just asked if she was... I'm, li I'm listening right now. See, don't you feel like you're in a Filipino family now? Come on. You should have the headphones on right now because it, it would make so much more sense. <laughs> so, Barbara, I asked you what I thought the name should be of this podcast because we were throwing names out there. Wh what were your thoughts around my name? Uh... The name was Oreo. Did we say that in the beginning? We no, we didn't. We didn't say Oreo, but but now you're now you're saying it because I think that's what we decided upon. Um, I was like, is that racist? I didn't know because I'm naive. I I didn't know, but I think there's a connotation to that Filipino. And it's kind of ironic that actually we're actually sitting in the Oreo formation because you know I'm brown. We didn't even plan that. <laughs> Barb isn't brown, <laughs> and Alvin's brown. <laughs> and, and, and the definition of Oreo is you're there's, there's brown yeah. and you act white, whatever that means when you're No, no, up. no, you're white, but you act, you're brown on the outside, but you, okay, no, actually, no, never mind. Yeah. And the, okay, is, I wasn't, and, and I, this, hey, I didn't ask for your, I and, did and not the, ask for your And this goes input. back to like, what does it even mean to act white? I think it's acting based on your environment that you grow up see, in. That is or denying, so... denying your, your Filipino But that's, that completeness is bullshit because you're an American and you act the way your environment is. Now see, it strikes me as so funny because I don't perceive any of you guys as being brown at all. Congrats so. to you for not seeing color, Barb. You're colorblind. <laughs> you just... Barb is colorblind. You just painted the ass guys that are like, you know... <laughs> Make my life hard sometimes. Bar Barb said that to me today. She goes, "I don't see color," and I was like, "Yeah, because you're that, that, a white female." That is a quote of from the office. You do not see That's color. a quote from the office I right there. But Barb doesn't watch the office. Oh. <laughs> That's because it's the most un-American thing that she does not do. I'm getting dinged on pop culture daily. Imagine my trauma. You know, we're gonna buy Barb the office all all nine seasons on DVD because I think Barb still uses a DVD player, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> because they're taking, the office off, they're taking the office off Netflix, so we're going to buy Barb a, 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 the nine-season office of 
on DVD. She's going to watch it. She's going to come back a new woman, revived. You, you haven't watched a single episode of The Office. Nope. You, you haven't either? Jamie, stop. Jamie, are you... Stop. You watch anime. <laughs> That's so you watch, you watch Korean Netflix. Like you watch... Yeah, she does. She does. She, does. she no, watches I'm, Korean yes. Netflix. Yes, she... Yeah. Okay. Yes, she does. <laughs> So it was interesting, Jamie, and J- Jake passed the mic to her. I was trying to get a hold of you the other day, and I said, oh, let's get Jamie on the phone. And Barb goes, she's not up yet. And I go, that's, I, 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 go, I go, that's odd. I was like, it was, wait, what time of the day was it, Alvin? That's weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like 12 o'clock. And no, I go, it was 1 p.m. <laughs> and then Jake goes, yeah, I think she went to bed. At seven. seven in the morning, and then I go, but she doesn't have to go to work till three. Jamie, what are you doing to seven in the morning? I was being a good wife. My husband doesn't wake up, wake up on his alarms anymore, so he had to be at work at seven, well, 8.30, I guess, so I had to make sure he was up by 7.15. So I literally just watched Christmas movies to keep myself up. And then I went to bed. That's why I wasn't on the call. That is nuts. The <laughs> alarm doesn't work. <laughs> he, he's not used to it right now because his schedule has been up and down changing being in the military. So his body isn't liking the fact that he either wakes up at 6 or 7 or he wakes up at 1 in the afternoon, 3 in the afternoon, whatever. How do you get your body to stay up to seven in the morning? What do you? It's, what it's, do you, not, oh, it's not. It's not hard. It's not hard. If you keep yourself busy enough, like for me, I have to just watch movies that are entertaining to me. So, no, not in Filipino, thank you. Then that's literally how, what keeps me up. Or I can just watch TikTok for hours, and there you go. There you go. There we go. There we go. That's and, like a sensitive subject, and, TikTok. And thank you. Thank thank you, Jamie. Stay here, Jamie. Fuck. So TikTok. stay here, Jamie. So this goes back to my other topic, and she oh, just made it. Oh, when we're out of time. Amazing. <laughs> amazing one hour and seven minutes. <laughs> they, all oh my all God. four of these guys. Okay, fine. I, we'll keep going. All we'll keep, four we'll of these we'll guys keep going. We'll think going. I have a hard on for TikTok, but they know. Because she does. Okay, okay, okay wait, hold they up. They do. Everybody quiet. Everybody quiet. She you made do, a point. Okay, you're, right now, you're in the honeymoon stage of you see that girl at the bar. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh TikTok. I want to buy her. Granted, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging on you for it, but I'm telling you, like, once it normalizes, it'll just we'll, be another. We'll thing. get better. We'll get better at it. We're all trying to figure out how it works. I, what I'm keep, saying, keep on going. Well, what I'm saying quick. is, I'm. You're right. I am getting pumped up on the views that we got on our last on our last um, post. So last, so our last post that Jamie did and Jake did. Thank you very much. Got fifty thousand views. I was. Shout, shout David Lemos. David Lemos. Uh, we we did a successful post on a tutorial on how to skate uh, backwards, which was great. Mind you, before that, four weeks before that, and Barb can attest to this, that I was big on TikTok. I said, or maybe longer. I said we got to get on the TikTok bandwagon because tic- because TikTok. Okay, by the way, okay. Is hold exploding. up. Hold up before. Hold up before. I was trying to tell you before because all the girls that we have on staff were saying, Jake, TikTok, TikTok. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll figure it out. I. 
I've been meaning to tell you this. I was trying to tell you before, we need to do this now. And you said, I don't want to worry about the TikTok now. And now look where we are. You got a chew point, but mind you, Jake did a, uh, Jake's original TikTok post was two girls doing this weird Chinese, I don't know what. Right it's, here. Spanish. This, this, Spanish. it's Spanish. It's Spanish. <laughs> which Racist. I thought was not appropriate to. What's wrong? Okay. Granted, they're, they're close. They're close friends of mine. Scantily clad. What? They're just, what's, okay. There's a, there's a, there's a difference between being attractive and, and dressed risque. But the thing is, you're going risky, but you didn't even like the song Renegade and there's literally no words except for Renegade. And it's Okay. You're, you're right. Jake is right. He probably mentioned it to me and I, I poo-pooed him down. He's right about TikTok. Now I'm seeing it. They're advertising more people reviews because Jamie made a great point. She could be up till seven in the morning watching TikTok. I I have to stop myself watching TikTok because after will, 45 I mean, minutes because it's too much. To, you choose to stop. No, I choose to stop, but I can see how addicting it is. It's such short, interesting clips that you just keep on going. No value add. It's just entertaining. No, I think it's ADD. Do you I have ADD? Well, back in my day, we don't call it that. I have no idea what I have. I'd rather not know if I'm about to die. I think I would, if I did, I'd probably just leave and just die on an island by myself. And hopefully people visit me. If I had to die, I would die at a Chinese buffet eating my favorite foods. How, how would you die? Where, where would you be eating if Watching you were about to die? Watching TikTok. Oh, I'd be in Italy. I like. Where would you dinner. be if you are about to die if eating? I would be in my living room with food. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie told me, by the way, she goes like this. So I, so we bought, we bought some uh, tacos, and she got a burrito, like the biggest burrito I've seen in a long time. And she didn't eat all of it. She didn't eat all of it. She ate half. Wasteful as fuck. She ha- ate half. Of, she goes, you know Ow. what makes me happy? Food. Food makes uh, me happy. What did I? What I said earlier? We need to do a food podcast. Maybe actually, now I'm thinking about. It, we should just put that on a on the GoPro and just. That would be a shit show. Imagine getting all, lo- all the local food vendors around locally that are like super ethnic. And like when I say ethnic, like when you go into that store, you see the menu written in Sharpie and it's plastered on the wall. Those are the spots you look for. All, all you stores out there, you know who I'm talking about. We, These are the creative you know ones. I know, what you, I know what you're talking about. Yep. What we should do is actually get a menu from all the Filipino aunties and judge one Filipino food, <laughs> judge everybody's synagogue and, their, and the way they cook their rice. Can we get a Filipino in here with an accent in our podcast next? That would be very funny. We did. Oh, no, we no, case she didn't have an accent. You know, we should get the San, we should get the San Lorenzo. Uh, it's the San Lorenzo club up here. Look at me being naive again. And we see, should no. We should have Barb reach out to them. See how we, we should sh- have Barb. Barb see how we shit on that. They would think Barb's the boss. Actually, they would actually talk to her. They wouldn't talk to us, and they would say, "How are you?" And they would say, "Okay, where should I go now?" <laughs> and then that's not true. When it, the first week I worked at your restaurant, before that opened, Alvin said, "Hey, come on by with your husband and let's have a tasting." This is a good story. She told me this story. And it's the. The setting is uh, we're a Filipino restaurant in an Asian market that was opening up. And um, my husband and I were trying to walk in. 
And they wouldn't let us in because they're like, who are you? You don't belong here because we weren't Asian. So I had to call Alvin to bring us back in because, you know, we didn't belong there. So I thought I've been teasing him ever since in the beginning. Fucking A. <laughs> I'm like, you he hired me because I was white. That's you all. Had, you should have had a GoPro on you. You know, funny thing, we, we, Alvin told us like we need a while ago, he's like, we need a diverse staff. I think we're almost there. We we are on, we're almost one there. One white chick? No, it's two. One just doesn't work as much. What? Who's that? You you added to your. Uh, who did I add? Who did I the, the, the Oh. Okay, wait. We're not talking. We're not talking. We're, we're not talking about family. No no family no family talking in here. Uh, yeah, Jamie just used her Filipino accent right now to say that was very medium. Is that what you that notice was? how we shit on other Filipinos and accents? Soul. The only culture that shits on our own culture. <laughs> we are the only, we shit our own. We're so judgmental. We love it and we still do it. And we still get over it and somehow deal with it. <laughs> Shut up, Anaki. We don't, we don't come out on did top. Did you know we don't even know if we're Asian or Polynesian? We don't know. Or Pacific or Islander. Or Oriental. <laughs> How about this? Quick question. Jake, you check off Pacific Islander or Asian on the census. What do you do? If Pacific Islander is there, I'll do it just for shits and giggles. Because I feel like Pacific Islander, when they say island, Philippines is on an island somewhat. Kind of. Not really. But This tells me Asian, how white I, I am. When I think of Asian, I think of dim sum. Uh, fried soup buns, like that's like my favorite food. So I'm like, well, I know Filipinos don't make that. <laughs> so I go to Pacific Islander. I did notice on new check boxes they do have Filipino. It called out because people don't know if if they're Asian or they're Polynesian or whatever. They don't know. They don't know what to check off. I always picked off Asian, but I could go back and forth. Yeah, if Asian's there, I'll pick that. If Pacific Islander is there, I'll hit that. I'll hit. I'll. I'll yeah. I'll hit, I'll hit the it. The box. I'll hit it the box. Alrighty. What do we think, guys? I think we covered kind how of How much a lot time today. do we got? How much how, how long have we talked? A long time. Um, where we are at uh hour and fourteen minutes. So Jake will probably cut this, which is good. Right. And this was our first podcast, and I hope we can do more. I thought this was fun. Yeah, I was just going to say, I had a lot of fun, um, and hopefully you'll enjoy getting to know us over the next, who knows? Right, guys? And Jamie, I guess. Thanks, Jamie, you're the special guest today. It'd be cool if this was every week and y'all, like, move down here, because I think I would definitely benefit from having a fucking decompression session <laughs> once a week. By the way, Jamie, so Jake, Jake was being himself, like, 20 minutes before, and frantic you couldn't talk to him you couldn't look in the, him in the eyes and he was business face out of control jimmy shut up out of control stop he couldn't get the mics working he got stressed and then he was trying to get adobe working i said just get your beers let's go let's let's do this podcast so here we go it's secret Secret information. So that's it. We'll uh wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for listening to the Oreo Podcast 412 here at Skate House Virginia Beach, 600 South Lindham Road. The first podcast in many times. Thank you to our guests slash visitors, Alvin Barnweva, Barb Welsh, Jake Ryan. This is the first of many podcasts. Once again, 
we will we will chat with you soon. Many many gossip stories and Filipino stories and and Polish stories. Many to come. <laughs> I had to bring pierogies next time. Oh goddamn yes. <laughs> Yes, please. Please, talk please, about your pierogies. please. And please tell me you cook your pierogies on a skillet after you boil them because that's the right yes, way to do it. Butter. Is there sauce that goes on top of pierogies or just You plain? just put butter and sea salt. And onions. Yes, and onions. And caramelized onions. Not over caramelized. No. Slightly raw. So that they're sweet. Yeah. If you get fancy, you, don't bay, you put a sauce on it. So You're big on cabbage too. P Polish? Galopki. Cabbage. Yeah, galopki. Yeah. Cabbage. Okay, once again, y'all. This is the first Oreo 412 podcast. We hope you all have a good night. Thank you for listening. Gossip with you soon. Till next time. <laughs>